Jamoke Davis here for thepropsnetwork.com. We've reached the semifinals on the men's side at the Australian Open. We already know that Novak Djokovic is moving on to the finals. But who will his opponent be? Will it be Daniil Medvedev or Stefano Tsitsipas? At the end of this segment, I will give you my pick, but we're going to go through a little bit of their history, how they got here to the semifinals, who they played, and we're going to go over some good props. You can get it all right here on the Props Network. So hit that like button, hit subscribe, and remember to comment. Leave a comment about me. I know I'm ridiculous. I know I'm ridiculous. But I love this game. I love this game. All right, before we get into the semifinal, which is tonight, but technically tomorrow at 3.30 a.m., I'm a, I, I, sometimes, I, I, you know, I'm always trying to get that long shot. And I might be in the minority here, but I feel like such an idiot sometimes where you see it staring you in front of your face. And it's a narrative that you've been talking about for so long, so long. The dynasty that has been set up in a triangle by Rafa Nadal, Novak Djokovic, and Roger Federer, who's not here in the Australian Open this year due to the COVID-19. He decided, I'm not going to play. Of course, he's towards the tail end of his career, so he doesn't really need to play anymore. I mean, he's Roger Federer. But of course, one of them is again in the finals. I was rooting. You know I'm on team team. You know I'm on team team. Dominic team. I thought that this was going to be the beginning of a a new day. And yet it isn't again. For what? The last 18, 19, 20 years, Nadal, Federer, or Rafa have been in like 90% of the finals. One of the three. In Grand Slams. It never fails. It never fails. And I failed you. Because I didn't think either one of them would get into it. The Grand Slam, that is. I thought we would see two new players in the Grand Slam final. But nope, we get a Djokovic again. But on the other side, we're going to get Daniil Medvedev or Stefano Tsitsipas to play the Joker. I know, every time I say that, I feel like I'm talking about the NBA, but we're talking tennis here. Medvedev is minus 225 as a favorite. The underdog sits to pass is at plus 175 for the opening Vegas lines. Now, you can get Medvedev at minus 235, sits to pass at plus 190. Plus 190. But the best part about this match that you want to watch, especially if you can't sleep, because as I said, the match starts at 3.30 in the morning. You can DVR it. But by the time you wake up at 7 o'clock, I think this match might still be going on, which is kind of a teaser for what I'm going to be talking about later with prop bets. But these guys hate each other. That's the best part. You know, you talk about the drama of Serena and Naomi Osaka, what happened in the U.S. Open in 2018. Well, this match is going to have some drama. They got into a heated shouting match some time ago. Some time ago. I don't even want to promote the video per se. It's got some strong language if you want to watch it. But back in 2018, these guys got into it at the end of a match. Calling each other names, wanting to fight. And now 
they are meeting for the first time on this stage. This is Sitsipas trying to get to his first ever Grand Slam and Medvedev only his second Grand Slam. So this should be fun. Friday, 3.30 a.m. What else you got to do, right? We're all working from home. Get up a little early. Why not? When you look at how these guys got here, and, and you know, I was trying to analyze it. Uh, and by the way, shout out to Aslan Karatsev, the qualifier who lost to Djokovic, 6-3, 6-4, 6-2. Um, such a great story to even get to the semifinals was exciting. You know, who doesn't love a good Cinderella story? But Medvedev, his toughest opponent was in the third round against Philippe Krajinovich. Took him to five sets, 6-3, 6-3, 4-6, 3-6, 6 a bagel in the in the final set. But other than that, he's won every game set match in three sets. Three sets. Medvedev has been playing well. And the fact that in the fourth round, you know, uh, on his side of the draw, he got to play an American in McDonald, and then he played Countryman Rublev and beat him seven five six three six two in the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals. Sitsipas, on the other hand, He has one of the best matches of his career under his belt in the fact that he beat Rafael Nadal, Rafa, in the quarters. This is only the second time that Rafa has lost a match in the Grand Slam after winning the first two sets. He beats Rafa 3-6, 2-6, 7-6, 6-4, 7-5. But it's crazy to think that in the fourth round, he's rested because he didn't have to play Berrettini. He beat Kachanov, the num number, uh, excuse me, uh, Yemeyer, 6'4, 6'1, 6'1. So his toughest match was in the second round. He beat Kokinakis, 6-7-6-4-6-1-6-7-6-4. But to go five sets to beat Rafa Nadal, outside of the hatred maybe fueling him to want to win this game, I don't know if he can do it. Medvedev has won 19 straight matches. He's won almost 80% of his first serve points, which ranks eighth in the entire 2021 Australian bracket. Has only lost two sets in the Australian Open and has converted 30 of 53 break points. 56.6 conversion rate. Sitsipas has won 81% of his first serve points and 63% of his second serve points. 
and then you start to dissect their games, right? That's what you want to do because this game, in my mind, is a lot closer than as I talked in the other video about Naomi Osaka versus Jennifer Brady. Sissipas is dangerous, as he has shown in the way he beat Nadal. He seems to have done a few things differently this tournament with his backhand. A few more slices, which can slow down the pace of the game. Actually, the rallies with slices bother me when they get long, but I like how you can use it to change the pace of a game. You slow it down, almost like a reset in the middle of the game is what you can see from players when they may do you know, powerful forehands, back and forth, back and forth, and all of a sudden you see a slice. That's kind of to slow the game down a little bit. But not only is Sitsipas doing well with his serve, as I mentioned, he won 81.6% uh, of his first serves, but he's also been good with his return of serve. And that's going to be very important against Daniil Medvedev when Medvedev is winning almost 80% of his first serves. So that's really important. With that return of serves, his surpass won 40 and then 33% of his return points in the fourth and fifth sets, the most important sets for a Sitsipas to upset Nadal. But from that baseline, he's tweaked his backhand, more slices, but he has a really good forehand too. Medvedev is a power hitter. He's a power hitter from the forehand side, but he has a really good two-handed backhand. One of the best in the game. So I think you're going to end up seeing a lot of baseline rallies here. You will. It really, in many ways, is going to come down to that first serve. It really is. And in actuality, Kirk, excuse me, correct me for what I'm saying. I meant it's going to come down to that second serve because I feel like what you're going to see is two players who are efficient with their first serve. So when their first serve doesn't get in that nice little box, you see, well, that's when the opponent's going to have to pounce on that second serve, which normally in tennis, I hated my second serve because then you're nervous. You don't want to double fault and give away a point. So it's always softer. It's always more conservative. It is rare that even whether it's me playing in college or playing on the courts at the country club, I don't belong to a country club. Why did I say that? At the park or on the ATP tour and at a grand slam, the second serve will always be slower, softer, more conservative. I just want to get the ball and play. That's what's going to happen here. And that's when you want to pounce. That's when Medvedev or Sitsipas is going to go on the attack. And of course, based on 2018, maybe a lot of yelling. They may be attacking each other with the mouth. Now that especially fans are now back in the stadiums in Australia as well. So as I mentioned earlier, the opening line is Medvedev minus 225, Sitsipas plus 175. And now that line, you can get Sitsipas at plus 190. So spread is getting a little wider. More people are going to bet towards Medvedev to win it. 
in my mind. And based on the betting lines as well. I wouldn't say that Sitsipas is a Cinderella story. I think that's unfair considering it's the fourth seeded Medvedev versus the fifth seeded Sitsipas. But if you are thinking about betting and, you know, keep an eye on the handle. The percentage handle and the percentage of bets. Keep an eye on it. Just keep an eye on it. And at as I come to a inflection point of making a pick. You know, it's funny, behind the scenes, as I am going through the notes, and I'm obviously doing this on the Props Network YouTube channel as well, which please subscribe, leave a review. Trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. I was going Sitsipask. I like the underdog. But I think Medvedev is just playing better. He's just playing better. The head-to-head matchup, he's won five times compared to Sitsipath's one. The funny thing for all of their rivalries, um, They both live in Monte Carlo, such a nice place to live. I've actually been there once. They're two tall players, 6'6", 6'4". So they come down with that big booming serve. You know, if you think about it, you jump on the serve. So if you can imagine that serve is coming at almost like seven feet when you think about the racket and them jumping in the air. And it's also at like 115, 20 miles per hour. But you've got two relatively young players around the same age going against each other. And you be the judge of that video if you decide if you decide who you want to root for. If nothing else, it's going to be a heated game. We know that. All right, so then we got to look at the props. Where else can I bet if I'm going to say Medvedev to win at minus 235? The game props, the match correct score. So first and foremost, I think this is going to go five sets. So if I'm looking at the match correct score, uh, you see Daniil Medvedev here. We're using DraftKings. Then you see a dash and you see Stefanos sits a pass. So 3 at plus 850 means that sits a pass will win this semifinal match 3-0. He's going to win three straight sets, match over. You can get that at plus 850. $1 gets you $85. No. Am I saying that wrong? Sorry. My apologies. Gets you $8.50. I saw the 850 there. I just went right to it. But um, I don't think that's going to happen. You, But if I did say it's going to go five sets. So at plus 700, if you think Sitsipas is going to win at 3-2, that's a good bet. 3-2 is a good bet. Well, 2-3 technically. Medvedev will win two sets. Sitsipas will win three. That's at plus 700. It's not as good of a number to think Medvedev will win in five sets, but that's not bad at plus 475, three to two, three sets to two.
So then we go to the spreads. You got the game spread here. And if you're looking in soccer, um, you know, uh, you'll see, well, tie. So it doesn't completely go hand in hand. But this number is not like the number of points or goals that are going to be scored. One and a half. I know it's bizarre to see that number. You're like, wait, what? What's going on here? So there's a game set match. You have to win six games to win a set as long as your opponent doesn't win more than four. If they win five games, then you have to win by two. So then you have to win seven, five. Uh, if you both end up at six, six in games and it goes to seven, six or a tiebreaker uh, to see who gets to win that seventh game. And that's how you win a set. So if you're looking at this, and you're saying, okay, let's look at Sitsipas, plus six and a half. Will he get to a point where he needs seven games to win a set? And I think if there is, there will be a set that goes seven games. But that's not fun at minus 420. Your best bet is going to be that, okay, Medvedev, I like this. I think Sitsipas will push Medvedev. But minus six and a half. There's no real bet here that I like. The best one I would say is I take sits a pass at minus one and a half games. Plus 255. That's what I would take. Set spread. Will Medvedev win his set more than two and a half games? Plus two and a half here? Minus one and a half? Sits a pass plus 350 at minus one and a half games. Sits a pass minus two and a half at plus 850. I'll take that. I think this game is going to be closer than what we think. I like that. But then if you're going to take that set spread, which means that it'll be, you know, I think one game will go 7-5, maybe 7-6. That's a good bet. So if we go to totals, the number of games that will be played, I just say, this is a lot of math because we're talking about five sets. Let's say six, three, nine for the first one, six, four, 10 for the second set. So now we're at 19. Now if we're saying it's gonna go a third set, maybe that goes, 6-0, so now you're at, but that's unrealistic. Let's say 6-2, you're at 8. So now you're at 27. I think it's going to go four, five sets, excuse me. So then let's say the next set goes to, well, forgive me, because that third set I should have said 4-6, because if it's going to go five sets, then somebody's got to win. They each get to win two. So 
let's say I'm at 27, fourth set, let's say that goes three, six, another nine. Now we're at 38, 27, sorry, 36. See, I told you I'm not good at math. And then the fifth set, let's say that goes six, four. So we're at 37. So 47. I'm all the way down here taking the over at 47 and a half at plus 255. And you know what? I'm going to take it. But you notice, see, Vegas, they know exactly what they're doing. Do you notice how there is no number in between 44 and a half and 47 and a half? Why? Because if you look at the final number that I came up with when I came up with my tally, it falls right in between that number. And they're making you take one or the other. Ah, you think it's going to end right at 47? Well, you got to take 47 and a half, which is actually more than my prediction. You can take the over at 44 and a half, I know, but that number's missing. And you notice, you see 44, 43, 42, 41, 40, right? That's the only one missing because there's your sweet spot. That is your sweet spot right there. And they're making you have to take one or the other. They're making you take one or the other. I like that. Touche. Touche, Vegas. Touche. Now, sets. Sets. We're talking about sets. Who will win the sets here? And you see set one, Medvedev is minus 180. Sitsipas is at plus 145. And you only have the two sets. Because then, once you're picking those sets... This will go at least a third set. I'm saying five. So you can go on the DraftKings during the match and start to bet that third, fourth, and fifth set as the game wears on. I would love for the drama. I pick sets of pass to win the first one at plus 145 just because I want to see some drama. I think if Medvedev wins the first two, I'm not going to be so sure in my prediction of five sets. I think Sitsipas has to win one of the first two sets. You see a little back and forth. That's what you're going to need. And then if you go to correct score for the sets to win $130, if you think Sitsipas is going to win 6-0 in the first set, at plus 13,000. That's a good one. That's a good one. But I think realistically, you're probably looking somewhere in the 6-4 at plus 1,600. $1 to win 16. That's what I'm thinking you're looking at. And obviously, if Medvedev, that's for a pass to win it. But Medvedev, if he comes out on top, you still get some good value at 6'3", at plus 1,400. So I think you can take that. Now, the futures for the Australian Open, I will get to in a minute. So I don't want to go there just yet. Those are my props picks. So in this match, now in the ring... If they really came to blows, I might take the Russian. Naomi Osaka's eating Greek food, by the way, and she she started eating Greek food uh, midway in the Australian Open. She said it's kind of her good luck charm, and so she gave a shout-out to Sitsipas for that. So maybe, you know, get them to the Greek is an expression that you may play within your mind as you're thinking about a pick. Got to pick the Greek. But if we're looking at the finals here, I thought that Djokovic I thought we would see the upset. I thought we should, we would. I thought Zverev was going to beat Djokovic in the quarterfinals. That was my prediction. And he fought admirably. He lost 6-7, 6-2, So he won the first set, and I was watching the match. I was like, yes, yes, okay, Zverev, we can do this. And even after the 6-2, 6-4, 
when Djokovic went up 2-1, the last game that Djokovic won, he won 8-6. So in the tiebreaker, he had to win eight points to Zverev six to win the set seven six. So it was hard fault, hard fault match. Not so much with Karatsev and he's a quarterfinalist. Of course he was gonna get crushed. Six three, six four, six two. The key is when I thought Zverev was going to win, Zverev, there was some talk that Djokovic may not be 100% physically after the Raonic match. Again, I'm going to probably take the underdog and take some prop bets here or there. And there's some really good ones. You're going to have a lot of fun with tennis. I'd argue if you ever thought it was fun to bet on the Super Bowl. In many ways, a tennis match is a lot closer to the Super Bowl with some of the cool bets you can get more so than I may even say I like an NBA prop bet with what you can do with a game. I mean, they do offer a lot in the NBA as well, but, you know, tennis. A lot more people bet on tennis than you think. But that being said, I think that uh, Djokovic will win the Australian Open. I think he's going to win the Australian Open. So I've got Medvedev winning in the semifinals. But I'm going to watch it before I make my final, final, final prediction on the finals of the Australian Open. This is my gut just kind of talking right now, saying, okay, I think Djokovic is going to win it. But I want to see how this match goes. Because if either Tsitsipas or Medvedev wipes the floor with the other, I think it's going to be tough for Djokovic. But that's where it stands now. Don't hold me to it. I'll make my final pick. You'll see it on social media soon. Very soon. Because the finals, to, finals in like less than 48 hours. It's coming up very soon. All right, I hope you've enjoyed this preview of the men's semifinals between Daniil Medvedev and Stefano Tsitsipas. It's going to be a brawl, and these guys don't like each other, and I think you're going to see that come out on the court. I feel sorry for those tennis balls. They are going to punish those balls. Punish the tennis balls. It's going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Tomorrow morning at 3.30 in the morning. I'll be watching. Stay tuned to the Prost Network for my pick on the final coming soon. If you're 21 or over in betting in a, le in a legal betting state and want to bet on this match, go to propsnetwork.com slash sportsbook and get yourself a bonus. Go for it. Have fun. Have fun. Go. Go. But before you do, actually, please subscribe to the Props Network YouTube channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. We need to up our game. You get me? I did you service here, giving you some pointers on the men's semifinals, a little bit on the finals. I'll do that later. You get Joel Walkowski in the walk on, a professional gambler, gambler, giving you NBA picks and more. A lot of fun during the football season. I'm almost sad the football season was over. Joel was pretty funny. You get Dexter Henry and the guys, NBA picks and props. All you got to do is subscribe. And right on your phone, right? You got your phone here. Get a little notification that there's a new video. And you can learn something. You can learn something and make some money. All right. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Ciao for now.